Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello. You're listening to BFN. This is the podcast about infertility, IVF, and the trials of trying for a baby. I'm Gabby. And I'm Emma. And we're both card-carrying members of the Infertility Club. episode it's been a minute it has been a minute how have you been uh i'm fine how how are you listeners how are you listeners um should we should we tell the listeners what what our plan is yeah we should explain why we're here in this why we're here gabs i know well um somebody finally made a decision and so somebody has got some some action coming up of the IVF IVF persuasion yeah so instead of doing like a load of interviews and stuff around this it's just gonna be you and me that's it it's gonna be stripped back BFN acoustic (laughs) the acoustic sessions yeah (laughs) um yeah um I think well it's also kind of a bonus because you know there's this there's a world in which this is not the gonna be easy listening for people who are still kind of trying for their first Mm. child and you know I'm very much coming to this from I've already got a child through IVF I'm very lucky so that's going to be the perspective I'm going to be speaking from so it's you know from in that concept it's not really maybe it's not for everyone so that's why we're going to make the bonuses and not kind of proper full episodes yeah yeah and obviously um the results episode I'm going to say it now Listen to it if you can. Don't if you can't. And we don't even know what the result is. No, I don't know. I don't know if I want to listen to it, to be honest. We don't even know if there's going to be a result. Maybe there isn't going to be a result. (laughs) You haven't got that far yet. (laughs) Exactly. So, so at the beginning of this. Um, But yeah, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a thing and it's happening. Mm -hmm. So why don't we uh, chat about it? Okay, so talk to me first about, because the last time, when last we spoke, um, you were, I would say, stuck. I was uh, firmly on the fence yeah. with splinters in my bottom. Um, <laughs> impaled. <laughs> I was impaled on the fence. <coughs> um, 
I think, well, well, one of my problems is that um, I'm quite, I'm quite supportive of people who only have um, who go for a one child option, and I think yeah. I kind of, I don't think it's a thing that's readily accepted in culture, and it really gets my goat. And I was kind of being, I was like, no, I, I need to do that because I believe in it. Um, yeah, and then. I kind of thought about it some more and I was like, actually, no, I think maybe I do want to have another child. Um, And although I still firmly believe that, you know, if you only want to have one child, that is really okay. And there are many reasons why it is, (laughs) even though society likes to tell us it's not okay. Um, And you are, you are essentially an only child, right? I am kind of, yeah. I was 12 and my little brother was born. So essentially I had no peer sibling. Um, So I've kind of had that experience in life and I don't think it was bad. So yeah, there was all of this stuff going on in my head. And, um, but I, you know, over Christmas, I kind of, I was thinking about it and I was like, actually, I think I tried very hard to make the decision to move on and realize that actually maybe I did need to, to explore having another child and and see Mm -hmm. how that went so yeah and obviously having three embryos in the freezer I'm very lucky I've got that option so I don't think I'd go through the whole thing again yeah Uh, I was gonna say like if you didn't have any embryos would it be different I think it would yeah definitely um it feels like those are an opportunity and I and I don't think I would go through it again I know lots of people do and that's absolutely fine that's everyone's everyone's got their own personal choice and journey on that one um it was just for me I think, yeah, if I had to go through it from scratch, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, so, well, it's expensive as well. It is very expensive. But um, So, yeah, I, I kind of thought, oh, you know, why don't, we, why don't we put one in? Why don't we give one a go? So mm-hmm. I, I made an appointment at the clinic, um, mm-hmm. which is now very far away from me. <laughs> <laughs> to darkest Kent. Yeah. And King's is no longer the closest hospital to me um, no. by a country mile. Um, so, yeah, I made an appointment, went in and I was still as I was walking through the doors, I was still like, oh, I haven't made my decision. You know, I still don't know if I'm going to do this or not. Yada, yada, yada. And as soon as I walked mm-hmm. through the doors, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this, aren't I? I'm here. <laughs> was there a small part of you that expected to come out with a baby? Um, no, I don't think there was. There was a small part of me that expected to go in and tell the fertility doctor that I was all right, actually. And um, and yeah, I and okay. thank you very much, Doctor Saris, but you're all right. But <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> no, no, it Funny didn't happen. That. No, I know. Um, so I went in and we had a little chat. He was very nice. He is a lovely doctor. I really like Kings. Um, and obviously other clinics are available. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, he kind of, he went in with like, I, you know, I presume you'll want to follow the same protocol as last time. And I was kind of like, mm, I'm kind of interested in natural trans, uh, a natural, what do you call it? A natural FET. Yeah. And can, uh, can you explain to the listeners what that is? So it's, it's basically it's very much reduced drugs and you're kind of using your own natural cycle of ovulation and um, womb lining, building upping, um, and then going with that to pop the embryo in at the right time, basically. Yeah. So it's like, basically, if you were having sex, the embryo would just drop into your 
into your uterus from your fallopian tubes. I know. Lol at the idea of, of having Lol sex. Lol at the idea um, of that. Instead, it's going up into your uterus. It is going the up. Other, the other direction. Shooting up. Um, yep. Yeah, but they do, um, at King's, they do something called um, medicated natural. Do okay. they call it medicated? Natural medicated. So basically what it means is they will kind of have some control over when I ovulate because they will track my um, my progress throughout the month. And then when it looks like I'm ready to ovulate, I might, I'm going to do a, a trigger that's to make mad. me ovulate. Yeah. And then they pop it in. And I'm pretty sure that's it, drugs wise. I don't think, I did have, a, I was wondering whether I did progesterone or not. I don't think I do. I think it's just yeah, flat. I remember when, when I was going for my natural cycle, but never happened. They said they it, they called it supported, yeah, and then and they said you've got to have progesterone. Yeah, maybe that, that was the case for me. So I'm not going to state that as a fact that I'm not doing progesterone. I might be, um, but it doesn't seem to be in my notes. I did that really great thing of um, going in and not taking any notes or recording the conversation and completely forgetting everything he said to me the minute I walked out. And um, I, we talk about that so often and our advice is, you know, ask if you can record it because you'll forget everything they say. And I'd literally just walked in and forgot everything he'd said. Yeah, but you were like, I know everything about IVF. I've written a book about it. Totally. So... Oh my God, it's, there's nothing you can teach me, doctor. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah. fine. I probably but... know this subject better than you do. Yeah, I'll tell you exactly how this is going to go down. And yeah, just got totally combobulated and forgot everything he said. <laughs> Great. Really useful. Um, uh, so apologies. Um, I do have a nurse's consultation tomorrow, which I will be. Yes, I do. Uh, so I will be more knowledgeable after that, I imagine. But um, okay. yeah, very exciting. We did have a um, a bit of a, a drama, didn't we? There was a drama. There was a bit and of I'm drama. really glad that you say we, like I'm included in this. Yeah. Because I did <laughs> feel <you> included. <laughs> were you were like mate get on the phone now this is yeah. right stand up for yourself <laughs> i was in the hairdresser like writing a strongly worded email <laughs> everyone at king's hates me now yeah well you know them's the breaks as boris johnson would say i know as long as they don't spit in my embryo i don't really care it'll be all right <laughs> so what um, happened oh well because it's, I did that classic thing of I don't know if I want to do this or not. I don't know if I want to do this or not. I don't know if I want to do this or not. Oh, I want to do it right now, um, <laughs> because um, this is going to sound really silly, um, especially knowing what everything we know. But my son Otis was born in December, and I had thought to myself, if I were to have another baby, and if I were to plan it like a normal person plans pregnancies which as we know is impossible um <laughs> I would not have another December baby just because it's tough on him he doesn't have a great birthday I've experienced it a few years now and I know it's not great so I thought let's try not to do that again and then bang um I thought we could do a transfer in February and then I spoke to the nurse again and it turns out that there was a bit of delay in getting my nurse's consultation which as I've mentioned is tomorrow which means that I can't then do the transfer this cycle I have to wait another cycle I want to uh, can we just um circle back 
sure on the December comment because I think <laughs> one of the reasons and yeah, I think sure. we should we should address this a little bit which is one of the reasons that you you didn't want a December baby is slightly because you experienced postpartum anxiety I did I did which was very much focused around darkness yeah right yeah I got um yeah I got very I'd say that that bit was a little bit depressive um it would start to get dark and the light would start going and I would literally like a cloud would descend over me and I'd just start to feel icky and and not not nice and I just thought why don't I try and avoid that again if I had to do it again but I do think it's important to raise that because people who go through IVF are more likely to experience postpartum depression and anxiety and so I think you know it it sounds as you say it sounds silly to not want a December baby but actually you're protecting yourself there yeah I was trying to uh and it's definitely not the dream I had worked out that September was actually the perfect time to try and do a transfer. Mm-hmm. But then obviously September came and I hadn't made my decision yet. So we lost that window. And so I, I am where I am. And I'd rather, basically the clock is ticking on me. I'm pushing 40. Um, I'm going to be, yeah, I'm 38, 39 July. And I know that's not old for a lot of our listeners. Um, but for me personally, I kind of felt like I needed to do this before 40 is what I would prefer to do these are all things I would prefer to do in the grand scheme of things it none of it matters um and so I was just kind of like well I don't want to wait anymore because what if we wait and it doesn't work and then I have to wait some more so I thought let's just do it and so we're now looking at March transfer which will be late November early December baby if it were to work (laughs) out (laughs) Well, do you know what? Um, my husband is a late November baby. Is he? He's a delight. Yeah. He's quite well adjusted. Mm, yeah. So. I basically, I was. my husband was quite against this. He was like, you know, I don't think we should do it that time. Like, it's a bad time. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. And I spoke to my mum. My mum was obviously just the voice of reason, like, you're being stupid. It doesn't <laughs> matter. None of this matters. Just, you know, do what we need to do to... <laughs> Like, yeah, don't be ridiculous. I was like, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Thanks, mum. Yeah. So yeah, um, I'd say my estimations are putting my transfer around twentieth of March. You know what day that is? Close to your birthday, buddy. It's, yeah, literally close to my birthday. Like knocking up against my birthday. I know. It's a very yeah. auspicious day. It is. It is indeed. Maybe it'll bring me luck. It should. It's a great mm. date. Also, great around date. the first day of spring. Yes. Yes. Also, good luck. I mean, you know, Otis was transferred on April Fool's Day, so I feel like there you go. it's a good time of year. Do you know what? Yeah. It doesn't matter, does it? No. But also, you know, from a kind of postpartum issues perspective. Mm. I mean, that's still because, an issue. Yeah, it is still an issue. But because you've been through that already you have time to put a kind of framework in place Mm. you know yeah yeah so there I mean you know it's not it's not a massive consolation but hopefully it's a bit of a consolation that you know you're aware of what could happen Mm -hmm. might not happen yeah and I I, I don't know I hope that because I felt it before Mm -hmm. that I might have some 
perspective to be able to say to myself, we know why you're feeling like this and it's not going to last forever. And it's not, you know, it's not based on any real fears or tangible dangers. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I hope so. I don't know. It's one of those things, isn't it? When you're in the moment, it's very difficult to, it's like, um, I used to have panic attacks a lot. And then when I wasn't having a panic attack, I'd be like, why am I, you know, why was I, that's so silly. What a numpty. There was no reason to get so wound up, but you just can't in the moment (laughs) tell yourself that. So we shall see. I'm hoping, um, hoping it doesn't happen. (laughs) Also, as we all know, like hormones, (laughs) they are motherfuckers. Hormones are fuckers. Literally. And they do wild things to us. They do. They do. But also just to stress. It also might not work. So, so none well, of this yeah. might not, this might not be a problem. Yeah. I just need to kind of, you know, that whole thing of like, well, if it worked before, it'll work again. But, you know, yeah. we all listen to Emma Barnett and know that that's not the case. So. Yeah. And if you didn't, you should. Yes. Go back and listen, guys. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it's as as you texted me immediately after your appointment you've got 40 percent chance every time yeah I, yeah it was really interesting hearing that start actually that what it was basically he said I think it was because my embryos are a, a certain amount of days or whatever based on all of that stuff five day old blastocysts there's a 50 percent chance of pregnancy but a 40 percent chance of a live birth because there's a miscarriage risk Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. So, okay. So, yeah, we'll see. I'm um, glad that he differentiated between those two things, actually. Yeah, I found it because really interesting. Yeah, clinics don't often. They'll often mm. say, oh, our pregnancy rate is this. They don't They don't always say what their live birth rate is, which is the thing you should be looking for. Yeah. I should say as well, if anyone's um, the kind of natural transfer versus medicated, he was saying that... Um, the the rates are, are, are pretty equal for both now. He said that because they're kind of doing this kind of tweaking with the natural cycle thing, that they're, they're, the live birth rates are just as good. And, um, you know, it, it just means, it means a few extra scans, basically. And it does mean that if I ovulate early and they miss it, then I have to skip it. So that's the kind of danger, isn't it? Which could be frustrating. That could be very frustrating. But yeah. hey... Not the end of the world. Yeah, although it does feel like it when you have to cancel a cycle. Oh, it, it will, yeah, it definitely will. <laughs> um, I'll be I'll be on WhatsApp to you, giving you a little voice note, an angry voice note. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been, we were laughing about this as well, how I've gone straight back to slightly crazy. <laughs> That's fine. I had all my gel, uh, my gel nail varnish taken off, just in case. And I'm well. I mean, this is actually pretty solid advice. I'm not getting any more Botox. Oh yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, that's that's a definite. Don't do that. Yeah, and get off the retinol as well. Get off the old rats. Yeah, I don't take retinol. My skin can't handle it. Um, but yeah, that was a bit of a kicker. I was I was going to top that sugar up, um, but <laughs> my forehead's going to have to wait. I actually got someone on Instagram was asking me. They were saying we never got an update about your Botox. Um, <laughs> well, here it is. That's great. <laughs> yeah, in short, That's so great. Strong recommend. <laughs> yeah. 
um yeah we'll we'll buy again um mm. but but not in the immediate future sadly for my face you know that um botox is bad for for pregnancy when what's her name of um selling sunset stops having it christine christine quinn oh did she was she moaning about that i can't yeah. remember yeah she was yeah, yeah. Her face was starting to move or something awful. Yeah. And no, I mean, it didn't look like it was moving to me, but, you know, I'm It really didn't. It really didn't. No. Um, yeah, so so the, the wrinkles are back for the time being. But but that's, again, that's that's okay. It's, <laughs> it's okay. The things we put ourselves through, the crosses we have to bear. I know. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah, so I bought loads <laughs> of nuts. Bought loads of nuts. Cancelled my Botox appointment, took my gel nail varnish off, and that's about as far as I've gotten. <laughs> uh, that's, I mean, that's fine. Yeah, it's I fine. Think that's fine. Yeah, me too. It's just, it's about the gestures. It is. I mean, as as I've been chatting to people on Instagram a lot since since the revelation of the news, and uh, yeah, everyone's kind of like, it doesn't, you know, this none of this matters, does it? And it's like, no, no. I don't think it does either. But yeah, I just... will make, yeah, the small changes that make me feel better. Yeah, it's funny that people are desperate to attribute like any IVF success to something. Like yeah. I, I had an appointment with a woman the other day, and I was saying, you know, I got pregnant a second time, and I was very surprised that it, it happened very fast. You know, it was straightforward mm. compared to last time. Mm. And she's like, "Well, your body just remembered, remembered oh, no, how to be that. pregnant," and I was <laughs> like bodies can't remember things they're stupid like can is there just a world in which we can believe it's just random dumb luck like there's a 50 percent chance you'll get pregnant yeah i just happen to flip the coin the right way exactly that that is one of the common things people say about ivf isn't it when someone gets pregnant naturally the second time they're like well yeah your body knew what to do my body doesn't know shit about shit yeah clearly like yeah it just I, I can't by the way underline. that was, I don't think that's true I think your body's lovely no yeah fine and knows knows a lot of things about a lot of things maybe not how to keep your fallopian tubes open it can't be relied upon to to do much um standing upright not always reliable mm. um like I went, I went through a six month period where I rolled my ankle every two weeks. Like, yeah, it just it's, it's not very good. It's fine. I've been given a duff one. That's fine. Mate. But I just, I just can't. Like, I it just annoys me when people are like your body knew what to do. My body is not a wise mm. old owl. Yeah, no science and luck. Science. Um, yes. Yeah, got us there. Yeah, exactly. Sorry for having that rant. No, that's absolutely fine. I think this is where else you're going to have the rant, babes. Where yeah. else are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, is that the end of your update, dear? I believe it is. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't. Yeah. At the next one, I don't know what it'll be. Will it be the transfer? Maybe. God, no. if it happens, maybe it won't happen. Then I'll come on and rant again. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll have another update. We will. Soon. Yes. Yes, exactly. And in the meantime, I will just go forth with my wrinkly forehead. Go forth my nuts and multiply. And eat my nuts. <laughs> eat your nuts. <laughs> right, mate. Well, look, speak very soon. Speak soon. Au revoir. Bye-bye now. Bye.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 